Today's in Darmdach Mem, and we're by the bottom line of Lama Tassim and Bey's middle of the line of Chalboy Cholash. Continuing along in the Sugiyos of Bikr Choylim, starting off with the story. Rav Chalboy Cholash, says the Gemara. Rav Chalboy once got sick. Nafak Rav Kahana. Achriz Rav Chalboy Bach. Rav Kahana started announcing that Rav Chalboy got sick. Le'ikadika Asido. No one came to be Mevakar Choyle. Amar Luhu. So Rav Kahana turns to the Rabban and he says, Wasn't there a story with one of the Talmidim of Rabbi Kiva, Shechala, that got sick? And and no one came to be Mivakar Chayle. And there are two ways to understand this. Either Rabbi Kiva did this, or the people that came with Rabbi Kiva did this. But either way, because they cleaned up his apartment, literally, they, they swept and they did reboots on Shin Zayin. So, Shin Zayin, what that means, they sprayed around water so the dust doesn't go up. But either way, they cleaned up his apartment, and therefore he lived because of that. And he turns to Rabbi Kiva and he said, Amalei turns to Rabbi Kiva and he says, Rabbi Chiyasani, Rabbi, you literally gave me life. I'm living because of this. So, and after that, Rabbi Kiva saw how important this was. And Yatsar Rabbi Kiva Vadarsh. Rabbi Kiva Darshin, Kol Misha in Mevakar Chaylim, Ki Ilu. Anyone who doesn't do Bikr Chaylim is as if he is killing the guy because you could literally save his life by going there. When Ravdimi came, he said, He said something a little hard to understand at first. The Gemara is going to try to clarify. Anyone who's Mevakar Chaylim, he causes him to live. And anyone who doesn't do Bikr Chaylim causes him to die. Says the Gemara, my grandma, what does it mean he causes him to live, causes him to die? If you're going to tell me it means that anyone who goes to do Bikr Chaylim, he sees the guy needs Rachamim. And he starts davening for him, so therefore he helps him live. So what would be the opposite moshmos? Anyone who doesn't do bigger chaylim mevakesh of rachamim shayamas? What he davens for him to die? Shayamas Really? What? Just because he didn't go do bigger chaylim because he doesn't like the guy a little bit? You're gonna tell me so extreme that he davens for him to die? It's not so mustaber. So that's so Ella. What does it mean? In Anyone who doesn't do Bikr Chaylem, so he's not going to end up davening, and he's not going to be Mevakish Rachamim Shemaim. Not that he's going to live, and not that he's going to die. He's not going to daven that he wants to that he, that he should, the guy should live, and not that he should die. Why should, that, why that he should die? So the Mepharshim speak out that sometimes there is actually a precedence to daven for someone that he should die. And therefore, if he comes in and he sees the guy, he could, you know, there, there, there is hope over here, so he davens for him that he should live. But if you come in and you see it's such a massive that it would just be better, obviously you have to be a big person to know where and when, but if it would be better and, and it would stop the suffering, then it, there is makim sometimes to daven that someone should die and to end his suffering. The Ran brings a riot from, uh, from a Gemara we learned in the end of Mesach Subis of Amsa the Rebbe, the maidservant in the house of Rebbe, when Rebbe was on his deathbed and he was in a lot of pain, and everyone was davening for Rebbe, and she stopped, she wanted Rebbe, she realized it was this, this was too much, and this was too much for Rebbe, so she got everyone to stop davening, and because of that, it was, the, the Ran brings the riot from it, like, it's a good thing she did, that to get Rebbe to make everyone stop davening that he should live, so Rebbe should die, so we see there is makim some, it's interesting, by the way, because we know Rebbeinu, Rebbe didn't die, we know he came, even afterwards, he came, to, just right after that story we just said, the Gemara says the story how he used to come back every week. And there's Rabbi Kivager over there, he brings Sefer Hasidim, he used to come back to Kiddush for his family. The Rizal says, Rabbeinu HaKadosh, Rabbi is a Gilgal of Yaakov Avinu. Hanasi, Rabbi the Hanasi is the same letters as Yaakov. The point is that just like Yaakov Avinu Loimis, Rabbeinu HaKadosh Loimis. And Yaakov was in Mitzrayim for 17 years, Rabbeinu HaKadosh said, I lived just like Yaakov Avinu in Mitzrayim for 17 years, I was in Sipari for 17 years. A lot of connections. But Yaakov Avinu Loimis, Rabbi also Loimis. But over here we see, he made 
case, and the Ran brings a raya, that the Amsa Debei Rebbe was able to daven that he should die. So he was mace, or he was lay mace, also Yaakov, not the Sugiyah. Either way, we see a good raya that sometimes there is makam to be mevakesh rachamim that a person should die, says the Gemara, Rava, Rava, Yoimuk Dechalish. The first time, Meaning, he got sick, and the first day that he was sick, he said, Don't let, don't tell people what happened, that I got sick, so it shouldn't turn worse. Meaning that the people that don't like me, maybe they're going to be happy because of it, they're going to dive in a little bit that it gets worse, so I don't want that to happen. And don't let people know about it. But then the second day of his sickness, the second day on, then he said, Go actually and announce it in the shuk that I'm sick. Because either way, it's going to be good for me. Because anyone who doesn't like me, they're going to be happy that I'm sick. And why is that a good thing? Because the Pasuk says, when your enemy falls, don't be sad. Don't be happy when your enemy has an afilo. And the puzzle continues. We need that the Vigaymer is the main part over here. The puzzle continues. Uvikoshloi al yogelibecha. Pen yira Hashem vigaymer veheshiv me olav apa. As the Messiah's chas finishes the pasuk, that Hashem, because of that, is going to stop afflicting this man. Because you were happy with your enemy's downfall, Hashem is going to take away that downfall for him and make it better for him. So meimanafshach, the people that don't like me, they're going to be happy, and then it's going to be a good thing for me because Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to make me better because they were happy about that something bad happened to me. Oh, they're achimli, but the people that like me, libay they're achimli, they're going to daven for me. So either way, it's going to be a good thing. And from the second day and on, he said to go and announce it in the shok that I am sick. Omar Rav, Rav says, Anyone who does Bikr Chaylem is saved from Gehenim. Shanamar, the Pasuk says, how do we know that? Ashrei maskil el dol. Praised is the person who thinks about the dol. The dol over here means sick person. How do we know that? The Gemara brings Rav. Ashrei maskil el dol biyoyim ra yimalte Hashem. Hashem will save him from yoyim ra. So dol is a sick person, and Yom Ra is Gehenim. So that's how we know someone who's a Bikr Chalim is saved from Gehenim. How do we know that? Says the Gemara. In Dal and the Shenemar, Dal means Chayla. And how do we know that? Shenemar, the Pasuk says, Midala Yavtseni, this means that Hashem is going to end my life with sickness. So we see do means sickness. Inami min adain kra. Also, you could see it from the following pasuk. Madua ato kacha dal ben hamelech biker biker biker. Why are you the son of the king? Why are you so sick every morning? So we see do means sickness. Vein ra. What's ra? El gehenim. How do we know ra is gehenim? Shneimer the pasuk says kol pa l'Hashem l'maneyu. Everything on Kodesh Baruch who does is for his kavod. V'gam rasha liyam ra. Even when a rasha goes to gehenim. So we see ra is gehenim and. Dal means sick. So that's how we know that someone who's Mevakar Achayla gets saved from Gehenim, as the Pasuk says, Ashri Maskelo Dal, praise is the person that thinks about it. Dal, Biyoyim Ra, Yomata Hashem, Hashem will save him from a Yom Ra. Dal is a sick person, and Yom Ra, that Hashem is going to save him because he cared about the sick person, is Gehenim. And that's how we know that he's Nitzel Medina Shal Gehenim. Vim Biker Maschar, And if he does Biker Chaylem, what is his Schar? Says the Gemara, my Schar, what? What's his Schar? Kidamar, like we just said, Nitzel Medina Shal Gehenim, he's going to be saved from Gehenim. So, Ella, what did the Gemara, what was the Gemara's question? Maschar Ba'alam Hazet. What is going to be his Schar in Alam Hazet? So the following, actually great things. Hashem Yishmerayu v'chayeyu v'ushar ba'aretz. Hashem Baruch is going to protect him and make him live. Ushar ba'aretz is going to become great in the land. Malta Tanei v'nefesh Ayiv is not going to give him in the hands of his enemies. Hashem Yishmerayu. So we're going to dash in this pasuk. What what does each thing mean? Hashem Yishmerayu me'itzahara. Hashem is going to protect him. That's from the Yitzahara. V'chayeyu. Hashem Baruch is going to make him live mina yisurin. He's going to protect him from getting yisurin. V'ushar ba'aretz. What's that? Sheyu akomis chavden by. Everyone is going to take great covenant with him. V'alta Tanei v'nefesh Ayiv. What is that? Sheyizdam. 
that Akadosh is going to give him good friends, just like Naman had good friends. That they give him good advice to listen to Alisha and to go into the river and and uh, which healed his tzaras. And he's not going to get bad friends like Rechavim had bad friends. That gave him bad advice not to listen to the Zakenim who advised him to be to be less harsh on Klal Yisrael and he, instead he listened to his bad friends that said that advised him in the beginning of his Malchus to be harsher with Klal Yisrael so they accept his Malchus but it didn't turn out, t- turn out too well there was a split in the kingdom and he lost the Malchus of Yisrael he was only left with Yehuda so don't Hashem is going to give you if you're Mevachachan Hashem is going to give you good friends like Naaman and not bad friends like Rehovah man. Tanya, a bright on this note. Reb Shimon ben Elazar. Reb Shimon ben Elazar says, "Im im yomer l'cha yeladim b'nei uzkenim sasser." If young kids, meaning kids, not old with experience, but rather young kids, they tell you, they give you advice to b'nei that you should build the following thing. It sounds like a binyan. It sounds like a positive thing, and it sounds like that's the right advice. Uzkenim sasser, but the uzkenim, the old people, the uzkenim, they're telling you to destroy. Meaning, they're telling you whatever you, whatever you, whatever the young kids are telling that you, that you, sounds like a positive outcome. The uzkenim are telling you something that it sounds like it's going to be negative. It sounds like it's a, it's a stira, it's a destruction, and it doesn't sound like it's the right thing to do. But still, the uzkenim are saying sasser, and the, and the. Arim are saying, the Yuladim are saying B'nai. So who do you listen to? Shema HaZakainim. Listen to the Zakanim, even though it sounds more negative. Why? And don't listen to the Yuladim. Shebinyan Yuladim Stira. Because the Binyan of Yuladim, the Binyan of young kids, what they considered Binyan, they don't really have experience, they don't really know, and it's really Stira. It's really going to end up worse. The Stiras Zakanim Binyan. But the Stira that the Zakanim are telling you to do, the destruction that, the, that, the, that sounds like destruction that Zakanim are telling you to do, it's really beneficial and it's really positive and it's really been in the whole time. Simon Dover, and you want to sim into this? This story we just said with Rechavah Menshleim. Because what the Zakanim were advising him to do were to take less taxes and be less harsh with Klai That sounds like a stira at first. That sounds like a stira because it's less beneficial for the Malchus to get less income in that. But over the bigger picture, it would have created Shalom in the Malchus, it would have made him king and prosperous kingdom, which would have been a steer at first that ends up with really Binyan. That was the advice of the Zakanah, but instead he listened to the young Yeladim, which told him something that sounded positive. To collect more taxes, you get more income, but it ended up being a stira because he lost part of the Malchus. Amr of Shishabari de Ravidi, Rav Shishabari de Ravidi says, A person shouldn't visit a chayle, not at the first three hours of the day, not at the last three hours of the day. Why? The Aymah of the day. So he won't be Masiach Das for, from davening for this person. Now why would he be Masiach Das if he goes at those times? The first three hours of the day, Rav Chodaite, because a person, even if he's sick, he's doing better usually at the first three hours of the day. He wakes up, he has more kayak, and therefore it might not look like he's as sick, and therefore you might not think you actually have to daven for him so much. So therefore, you have to see him when he's really in a state of sickness and not at the best point of his sickness. Basraisa, the last three hours of the day, Takif Chulshe. That's when the sickness is really potent, it's really bad, and maybe it's going to look worse than it actually is, and you're going to think maybe it's, there's no point. Maybe you're going to refer yourself back to the Gemara on the top of the Amud where sometimes there's a need to dive in that the person should yomos, that he should die. And therefore, we don't want you to do that if it's not beneficial. And therefore, don't go in the last three hours of the day either because you don't want to see him in a state where he is, looks sicker than he actually is, like the last three hours of the day. So you'll think maybe there's no hope, chas of shalom. And therefore, go some other time 
other than these two times. Amar Ravan. Amar Rav. Ravan says in the name of Rav. How do we know that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is Mepharnis? He's Zon the Choyle. Shanema, the Pasuk says, Hashem Yisodenu al-Eres Dvoi. HaKaddish Baruch Hu supports Yisodenu al-Eres Dvoi. On the, on the, Eres is a bed. On the bed of a Dvoi, of a sick person. Amar Ravan, Amar Rav. Ravan also said in the name of Rav. How do we know that the Shekhinah, classic Gemara, is resting on top of the bed of a Choyle? Shanema, the Pasuk says, Hashem Yisodenu al-Eres Dvoi. Again, the same Pasuk. That Hashem is Sadenu Al Erezdvay. Hashem is Al. He's on top of the meat of a of a sick person. Tanya Meachiv of Brayso also like that. Hanichnas Levakar. So Chayla, someone who comes in to do Baker Chaylem Leyeshiv Leyal Gavim Mita. He shouldn't sit on a bed. Leyal Gavim Sasa not on a couch. Leyal Gavim Kisse not on a chair. Ela Misativ Yoyeshiv Al Gavim Karka. Rather he should he should be Misativ and he should sit on the floor. Why? Shemipneisha Shchina Shruya Lemalim Mitasha Shochayla because the Shchina is on top of the bed of a Chayla. Shneimar Hashem Yisadenu Al Erezdvay as we see from the pasuk and since the Shkin is on top of the bed of a person uh, of the person of the chayla. The chayla is usually on the floor, on his bed on the floor, and therefore it's not the kavodik if you're sitting above where the shchina is. So therefore, if you're coming in to be mevaker chayla, have some respect and kavod and sit on the floor. Be misyatim v'yoshev al karkov. Amar Ravin. Amar Rav. Ravin also said in the name of Rav. Mitra b'marava. We're bringing this because it's another member. Ravin said in the name of Rav, but not really anything to do with our sugya. Mitra b'marava. If you have Rain in Eretz Yisrael. Meaning, how do we know that there's rain in Eretz Yisrael? Sahada Rabba Pras. The, the Pras River, the Euphrates, meaning in Bavel, is a big aid. It's a Sahada Rabba. It's actually a good simon and it's a good aid to know if it's raining in Eretz Yisrael. So if you live in Bavel near, near the Euphrates and if you want to know if it's raining in Eretz Yisrael, so it's a big simon to know and a big aid for that is the Euphrates River. Because at a time that it's raining in Eretz Yisrael, the river becomes a lot more strong and it flows all the way to Bavel through the Euphrates. And therefore, when you see it's very strong, you know that it rained in Eretz Yisrael, which caused the river to become a lot more powerful. Okay. And that Memra, that Ravin just said in the name of Rav, is arguing on Shmuel. Because Shmuel said, that a river gets stronger even on it gets stronger on its own meaning from its own mikar wherever the river is coming from from underground streams that's where it gets stronger from and even when it rains it gets stronger not from the rain that adds water to it but rather from more water since it's raining more water comes up from under from where the mikar of this river is and the mikar to how we know that is a gemar and Titus, when it says that every tefach of rain that comes down from shemayim two tefachim from the ground come up to meet it so really if it's raining you're right the river is getting stronger but it's not necessarily Necessarily from the rain that's adding to the river, but rather it's the tutfachim of rain connected, the one tefach of rain that's coming up, that's coming down from the ground, from the makar of the river, and adding to the river. So this member that Rav said, that how do you know there's rain in Eretz Yisrael? If you're in Bavel, that's if the Euphrates is strong, because it added to the river. That's arguing on something that Shmuel said, that no. Shmuel said it came from the river itself. Now what a lachik nafkamina does this have? So it's an hilchis mikvais. A mikvah, we know, is only kosher... Or rather, a mikvah made of rainwater is only kosher if it's still. So if you have a mayan, one that's flowing from its mikar, you have a river, but it's not from rainwater. It's a river that's coming from underground, and its mikar is a mayan. So that is okay as a mikvah, even if it's flowing. But if it's made of rainwater, and it all came from rain, then the Allah is, it's only going to be good if it's still. But if it's flowing, it's not going to be a good mikvah. So again, this would be the Nafkamina here. If the Euphrates is a lot stronger because all the rain added to it, like Rav said, and that's how we know rain was there in Eretz Yisrael, then it's not going to be kosher to go in there for a mikvah because it's flowing, it's not still, and most of it is rain. But if it's like Shmuel, that 
it's really not from the rain that made the river so much stronger, but it's rather from the river itself, that it gets stronger from it on its own, from its own mikar, then it still would be kosher as a mikvah, even if it's flowing, since it's coming from its own mikar, it's coming from a mayan. Says the Gemara, please, the Shmuel, the Shmuel. This memra that we have of Shmuel, that says that a river gets stronger from its own, not from the rain, is arguing on something else that Shmuel said. Because Shmuel said, that a river is not mitar, meaning it's not good as a mikvah, the sugi we were just talking about. It's not good as a mikvah, when it's flowing, unless it's a river that's like pras, that's like the Euphrates, in Tishrei, in Tishrei, in the days of Tishrei. Why? Because in Tishrei, there's no rain, and there's also no melting snow. So you, could, so you know for sure that the river, that the Euphrates in Tishrei, when there's no rain and no melting snow, snow, is not coming from any rain. All the water in the river is not from rain, and therefore, even though it's flowing, it's a mayan, and it's okay, and it's kosher as a mikvah. But Shmuel here clearly said that no flowing river is going to be kosher unless we know it's not from rain. But this is a steer with what Shmuel said before, what we just brought on Amad Aleph, that Shmuel said that any river that gets stronger, even if it rains, it's not from the rain, it's from it itself. What do you mean? If it's from it itself, then it's going to be a kosher mikvah no matter what time of the year it is. It doesn't matter. So over here, we clearly see that this is arguing on... There's a steer in exactly what Shmuel said over here. Again, because in R, what he said against Rab over there, that a, sh- a river gets stronger on its own, that means it's a kosher mikvah even if it is raining. But then Shmuel said that only pras biyamitishrei, that the only time you could use pras, the Euphrates, as a mikvah is in yamitishrei when there's no concern about rain, which seems that we are concerned that a lot of the river is made up of rain when it is raining. Not like what Shmuel said before. Sorry for being wordy. <laughs> uh, ends off the Gemara. Abu the Shmuel, the father of Shmuel, avad lehoin mikvois libenase. He made mikvois for his daughters biyomin Nisan in the days of Nisan when it is raining. Because according to this, Shmuel maybe he got it from his father. Or at least one of the members of Shmuel got it from his father that. In Nisan, it was raining a lot, and therefore you have this shash, and you have this concern that most of the water in the river is rainwater, and therefore, since it's flowing, it's not going to be a kosher mikvah, and therefore, in the days of Nisan, when it used to rain, he made mikvahs closer to the house for his daughters. But in the days of Tishrei, when it's the middle of the summer, and there's no concern that there's rain in the river, and therefore, it is a kosher mikvah, even though it's flowing, therefore, his daughters used to go to the mikvah over there, therefore, he used to make them these mats, he'd make them these mats, so they could use and put on the floor of the river, so their feet don't get in all the tits, and the uh, dirt over there, so it won't be a problem of chatzitza. You put this little mafti, you put this mat down, and that's what they would use, biyoy me tishrei.